Uncover and Elevate is the next evolution of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and after coaching hundreds of clients, I am unapologetically clear on this. People pleasing is a symptom with a deeper cause. Being in a toxic relationship or career and feeling trapped has a deeper cause. Avoiding difficult conversations has a deeper cause. Self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, confusion, feeling insecure, all have a deeper cause. In Uncover and Elevate, we are going to look under the hood every week to uncover what the deeper causes are that shape our lives, including the ones that make breaking a pattern, even one we want to break, so hard. Then we will elevate our lives with tools designed to transform those deeper causes and deal with the symptoms. Join me each week as we uncover and elevate our lives. And now, here's this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Hello, everybody. Today, we are going to talk about that incredibly disempowering thing that all of us tend to do that I call compare and despair. So you have probably experienced plenty of times that as soon as you start comparing yourself to someone, it triggers a downward spiral or some sort of inner critic, you know, barrage of thoughts. It can trigger imposter syndrome. It can trigger lots of not good enough, okay, from things like I had a client who was just really exhausted by the pace of her life, the amount of work she was doing some volunteer projects, you know, so, took on a part-time job, like to me. I'm listening to her and I'm like, well, of course you're exhausted. But in her own mind, she was comparing herself to her boyfriend who she felt like, you know, got more done in a day or did more things or was involved in more things or whatever. And so she then judged herself as not doing enough. She judged being exhausted, you know, because she's comparing herself to him and saying, well, he could do more, so I should be able to do more. So it shows up that way sometimes. And other ways it shows up lots of times in any sort of financial or professional success with entrepreneurs, holy smokes, big time. Oh, well, my business has been open for a year and I'm only doing this much in revenue or I haven't hit my six figures. Oh, they had a you know, five figure launch and I only sold four programs, you know, like whatever, like there's all kinds of then com comparison. And then what follows that is that despair, some amount of feeling not good enough, not far enough along. It's not happening fast enough. Like all these things that do not make us feel better. Sometimes we will compare in an effort to feel better about ourselves, or maybe that's where it starts, you know, is I think if I compare myself to somebody else, it's going to make me feel good about myself, but that rarely happens. And what it, what you're in danger of there is that as soon as you compare yourself to someone else, even if it's, 
in an effort to make yourself feel better, it can still wind up in sort of a, a self, an unintentional self-diminishment. And that often happens when we compare our pain to somebody else's pain. Like I've ha- I have this pain or I've had this trauma. Oh, but look, their trauma is worth, their pain is worse. So I should just be grateful. I should just be happy with what I have, right? That doesn't help either because that diminishes your own pain your own suffering, your own trauma. We all have pain, pretty much everyone has trauma and there nobody's out there measuring who's is better and worse. It doesn't matter. It's why we can relate to each other because your trauma might be like 10 times worse than mine, but the feelings we had are probably very similar. So comparing ourselves to others just never turns out in our favor. And so I want to talk a little bit about why it even happens. I did just mention one reason. Sometimes we go down that road because we think it's going to somehow make us feel better. The other reason we do it sometimes is we think it's somehow going to motivate us. So this is kind of another layer of that distorted thinking that is if I am hard on myself, if I beat myself up, if I'm critical to myself, If I compare myself to somebody else and they're doing more, that's going to motivate me to do more. Or for instance, like, you know, kind of an easy example maybe might be at the, I'm at the gym and I'm comparing my level of fitness or my body to somebody else's body. Who's more fit than I am thinking that's going to motivate me to be, you know, to get more fit the way they are, but rarely does that ever happen? What it does is it makes us then feel bad about ourselves. So I, I need to work out more. I'm not working out enough. I'm not working out hard enough. I'm not, you know, all these things that again, move us towards despair. And so it's just a habit. It's very culturally acceptable. It's very culturally um, encouraged in many ways. Um, it's what breeds a lot of really unhealthy competition. So there's a lot of reasons why it gets started, but in that, in doing so, it just never turns out very well for us, you know? Um, and what can be even worse is if we compare ourselves and diminish the other person, that's no better, right? That feeling of superiority, I'm better than you. I'm doing a better job at this. Like, that's not really any better because we don't really end up feeling like we've won, quote unquote, um, at the expense of another. So it's also kind of underpinned with this idea of in scarcity thinking of, you know, there's not enough resources to go around. There's not enough business to go around. So if you're doing better than I am, then um, you're taking away my business or, you know, whatever, if I'm doing better than you are. Um, so we don't want to get into comparing ourselves to anybody. Everybody's experience is different. What everybody needs is a little bit different. What everybody's capacity is, is different. Everybody's trajectory and timeline for growth, whether it's spiritual growth or personal growth or growing your business, I don't care what it is. We are all unique. And that's why I love one-on-one coaching so much. And if you look at the link in my bio um, on Instagram, or you go down to the show notes here, or if you got an email about this podcast, it's in the email. But what I love so much about one-on-one coaching 
is I get to uh, pick and choose and experiment with tools to find the ones that best work for you, right? Like I have my training. One of the things I loved about it was I got a lot of different tools. It's not just, you know, a one trick pony here, uh, but some of them work better for some clients than others. That's okay because you're unique. We're not comparing each other and be like, well, why didn't that work for me? It worked for everybody else, you know, whatever. That's not the point. Again, into the downward spiral with that comparison. What I love about the one-on-one is I'm like, oh, you're telling me that's not really working for you? Great. I will go find something else, you know, because I've got lots of other things. We'll try this. We'll try that. Whatever it is so that you can grow at your own pace because every client makes their transformation on their own timeline, okay? It is not a race to some destination. It is a journey. And so how quickly, so to speak, that you do it is completely unique to you and where you are right now. I've had times where I feel like I my growth is slower than the molasses in January and other times where I feel like every day some big aha and transformation is happening. It's just, it's unique for all of us. And when I'm working one-on-one with people, I can I can really get an alignment with their own growth trajectory and really match the tools I'm giving them to facilitate their transformation to whatever is uniquely, you know, working in that moment for them. Um, So the other big thing that comparing ourselves to others does right away is it robs us of our power. There's no power in comparison. Okay, it diminishes you. It diminishes the other person. There's no power that real, you know, um, I shouldn't say real power. I'm going to say healthy power, which is power over myself. Power over anybody else is never a healthy thing. So if I'm getting into comparing myself to others because I want to feel good about myself and I start deciding I'm better than they are, That may seem like you're in a more powerful position, but you're not because it's at the expense of someone else. And so that's not any sort of sustainable lasting power. Power is I am good enough exactly the way I am, right? I am a whole person. I have challenges. I have things to learn and grow and do. And all of that is a normal part of being a human being. I have strengths and weaknesses. Those are a normal part of being a human being. I don't need to compare myself with others. There is no competition, okay? My only job is to be uniquely me. There's all kinds of power in that. Even when we're having a bad day, I am being uniquely me. That's where the power is at. But once we start comparing ourselves to others, we start losing that power. Every time we get in a critical downward spiral, even when it's all internal, right? When it doesn't have to come from outside of us, somebody else criticizing us. It could be all internal. That is robbing us of our power. So we've got to get back to our own power and our own inner wisdom. So that part of you, that sort of inner guide, that inner wise one, you know, that part of you that is is really to me your the, the your divinity, 
that is, you know, it is, it is who you are. I'm using the word part the same way I would say I have a body and I have an arm. An arm is part of my body. I don't mean it in separation because my arm, trust me, is not separate from my body. It's all one, but then I can also articulate like parts, an arm, a leg, a stomach, a face, a, you know. So when I say that divine part, the inner wisdom part, it's not separate from you. It is part of all of who you are. It's a piece of all of who you are. And also who you are, are these coping mechanisms that you develop, that I developed, we all develop, that diminish us, whether it's people pleasing or compare and despair or superiority or anything else that we do that we've learned to do to sort of get along in the world, conformity, you know, silencing ourselves, all these different things. They're just a part of the person we are. They're not the whole thing. And so when we get into coaching, when you get into personal growth, even just listening to this podcast, you're looking at, okay, I want to make this part of me, this critical part of me, I want to sort of like diminish that and let that go. Okay. You could think about it like if, since we're talking about the body as a metaphor, like I'm eating food and then, you know, the parts that don't serve me, I'm going to release them, right? They're going to come out of my body. And so sure, you had those people pleasing parts, the diminishment parts, the comparing parts, the not good enough parts, but we can let those things that don't serve you anymore be released from the body and put more emphasis, more nurturing, more feeding, more energy into that divine part of you, that inner wisdom that helps you know your truth. And you're not going to find your truth comparing yourself to somebody else. So like in the story I opened up with, with the client that was so exhausted, but was comparing herself to her boyfriend. And so still deciding she wasn't doing enough or she shouldn't be exhausted. There's power in, there's divinity in, there's wisdom in. No, I just have my own capacity. Like my capacity is different than anybody else's capacity. There's no point in, comp in comparing. Comparing doesn't serve me. But I know from how my body feels that what I've been doing is too much because I'm exhausted. And so that's my body telling me, listen, whatever it is, you're doing too much of it. So where can I start cutting back so that I can get my body in better balance and not feel exhausted. That's all exhausted is, is doing too much, right? Like doesn't take a super genius to figure that out, right? But you're exhausted, not because there's something wrong with you, but because you're doing too much, whether it's in your own head, in your own life, doing for others, like whatever, it's just, you have exceeded capacity and your body is telling you that by making you so tired, right? When we're in balance, we don't feel exhausted. We don't even usually feel overwhelmed. Like we can have all kinds of um, challenging circumstances, but not really go into overwhelm when we're in that balance and connection with our own wisdom and power, our wisdom and power are unlimited. They can handle all sorts of bullshit and, you know, difficulty. 
when we get overwhelmed and are feeling swallowed up by it, it's because it is not our inner wisdom and our power that we've put in charge. It's the comparison. It's the not enough. It's the anxiety. It's the um, critical thinking. They've sort of gotten into the driver's seat and there's no rest in that. And so it's exhausting, you know? So we get back into our own inner wisdom and power when we take a breath, take the time to um, evaluate what we're doing and see what we may need to say no to, book a session, start working with me. You know, like there, I mean, everybody who starts working with me, it's because they're at one of these kind of moments where they're just like, I can't keep doing this. It doesn't mean their world is on fire. It's just like, I'm tired of being exhausted. I'm, you know, keep hitting relationships that, you know, I end up giving too much, like whatever it is, doesn't mean their world's on fire. It just means they're tired of doing it the way they've been doing it. And they want my help. All I do, all I do with every client is help them see their own inner wisdom. I'm not giving them advice. I don't have an agenda for them. I just want them to connect, to be able and learn how, if they don't know how, to connect to that inner wisdom, that inner power, that inner wholeness and worthiness. All these words are really interchangeable. So that then how they decide to direct their outer life gets in alignment with that. So, I hope all that resonates and makes sense. I would, uh, you know, of course, I always love to hear from you guys. Like I said, I would love to talk to you. I do free, no obligation, 15 minute call to talk about whether or not now could be the right time to work with me. If I'm the right coach, there's no pressure. I'm not a hard sale <laughs> because it doesn't work uh, to force people into working with you, right? It's a counterintuitive to even say, I can't make you grow. Um, but if you're in that place where you're ready for something different, and I feel like I can help you with the things that, you know, are different. And you feel like after more talking to me, I'm the person who can facilitate that growth for you. Boom. I mean, we can do so much. I mean, it astounds me all the time, the amount of transformation that my clients experience. And I don't say that to pat myself on the back. I mean, I do think I'm a good coach. Uh, but that it ha they have the transformation because they do the work. I am only the facilitator. If you don't do it, nothing happens. You know, so uh, I'm very good at facilitating that growth. And if you feel like you're ready, like now's the time to explore this at a deeper level. I feel like I'm kind of going in circles then that that's those are usually the telltale signs, you know, and I would love to talk to you about it. So, um, go to my bio and Instagram, the show notes, the email. If you got an email for this um, podcast, book that 15 minute call. Don't hesitate. I look forward to talking to you because you deserve the to feel the power and the wholeness of living from your inner wisdom, of ditching all that comparison and living from the truth of you, who you are regardless of what that is. There's nothing more beautiful than you living out that unique 
truth of who you are, that unique spark of the divine that you are. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Check out the show notes for tons of great information and resources like if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast so we can uncover and elevate an issue in your life, just complete the form in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram at Brenda Florida Coach. You can work with me one-on-one or get additional information about one of my group or private retreats by completing the form in the show notes. And I would love it if you would share this episode on social and tag me. I'd also love for you to post a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. It makes such a big difference and will help others find the show. And I'll be incredibly grateful. This is Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and I'll see you in the next episode of Uncover and Elevate.